Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's like I was waiting for the fear to grip me and it just never did. And I, you know what though? If it were a new ropes course, it might yeah. have. But yeah. because I... It's, I mean, I know I'm not going to fall. Like I know I'm safe and I know I've done it before. So mm-hmm. I, can, I know I can do it. How interesting that that knowledge is. Welcome to Jump Podcast. I'm your host, Traveling Jackie, and I'm here to explore travel, adventure, and lifestyle in ways meant to motivate you to move and get out and see the world. Let this show be a source of travel advice and inspiration, but remember that in the end, it's you who takes the leap. Hey guys, welcome back. How are you? How is it going? I hope you're hanging in there. It has been such a strange season. This whole 2020 thing, I can't believe it's already May. I just hope that you guys are doing well and staying positive. I know it's been hard. We are in very weird times right now. So I just wanted to get back on here and just share with you guys a little bit about what I've been up to lately. If you've been listening for any amount of time, Uh, or following me on social media for any amount of time, you know that I love to lead group trips. And specifically, I lead trips every year to Patagonia. And uh, we've gone to Jordan. We're going to Croatia this year, as long as we are allowed to. That trip is still on. And the other thing that I have been doing with my group trips for the last couple of years is leading retreats. And I know you've heard me talk about my retreat a little bit lately in recent episodes. This retreat is called Bring Your Own Net. And it's about discovering the tools that you need to show up for yourself whenever you take a leap. Because guess what? That net doesn't just appear. Got into that a little bit in the last episode in one of the blog posts that I wrote. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about that retreat today. And that is because it is actually happening. It's open right now for registration. It is May 14th to 17th. So the doors are going to be open through May 12th. And you can find everything you need to know at travelingjackie.com slash retreat. This is my first ever online version of the retreat that I've been leading for two years. I'm super excited about it. This has been a dream of mine (laughs) ever since I started leading it in person to put it online. And actually this week... I was supposed to be in Italy getting ready to lead it in person with some of you, which really hurts my heart to think about. But here we are. And this is the next best thing. So I am so fortunate. Actually, we are all very fortunate right now to live in an environment where we can create such events using digital media, just like this podcast that you're listening to right now, which have the power to really bring us together no matter where we physically may be, which for a lot of us is still at home. <laughs> but today, I, I want to tell you a little bit more about why I'm doing this, why I'm putting this retreat online and what, what it's really about and um, where it came from. Because that's something I've never really gotten into 
on this podcast. Um, although it starts with my story. And that is something I have gotten into on this show. But just in case you have not heard that, because you have to go back kind of far to, to you know, catch my story. Um, I'm going to just tell you a little bit about that today. And just a little bit more about who I am and where I've come from. And for some of you, you've actually been following this show for... Uh, you know what? We just, we just had our six-year anniversary <laughs> of this show, which is crazy. Here we are, you know, six years later, we're still going. Uh, and I personally, as your host, I've been through a lot in those six years. And um, that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. And we're also going to hear in a little bit from two of the girls who have been on this retreat with me. So going to try our best to give you an idea of what is going on with the Bring Your Own Net retreat. So in case you don't know my background, this is something that I I usually share, I mean, a lot when I'm interviewed on other people's podcasts. But as far as my own podcast, I don't really share my story anymore. So I'm going to kind of recap a little bit. Um, I started traveling internationally when I was 18. I went to Costa Rica to study abroad for a year and that totally changed my life. And I kept traveling after that. I fell in love with travel and everything different and new. And I could not possibly go back to normal as I, as I knew it to exist before. And so I, that was re- what really kicked off my, my vagabond years, I suppose, um, where I truly pursued travel as a lifestyle. And after that year in Costa Rica, I studied abroad for a year in Italy um, I followed my passion to learn languages. I went and studied abroad in Brazil as well. I backpacked through Central America. I ended up back in Europe, living there, traveling there. I was back and forth between Latin America and Europe a lot during those years of basically my my university years and and just after that. And in 2012, I got married. And although I was still able to travel here and there, um, you know, my life was really different. I was kind of doing the adult things and I had a home and a dog and a partner and, you know, we were kind of doing the thing. And then in 2013 is when I started blogging with the Budget Minded Traveler. And then the next year I started the podcast in 2014. And a lot of you guys have been here since then, which is super cool. Um, You know, I was in a different place then. If if you've heard all of this, then you've really been with me through it all. Um, But in 2015 is the year that I got a divorce. And that year I decided to take my backpack and myself onto the road. And um, I put some of my things in storage. And I said goodbye to the life that I knew and that I had been building. Um, And I'm not going to get into the personal details of why all that happened. The important thing to know is that I needed to change. That was the bottom line. I needed to change my life. And so this was the path that I took. I decided to hit the road by myself. And um, that turned out to be an incredible voyage of personal discovery for me. That turned out to be me totally tearing all of myself down to the foundation and 
rebuilding, even parts of my foundation, I needed to know what I was standing on. I needed to know what I was doing in this world. And I didn't. And I didn't have confidence in myself. I didn't think I was ever going to be okay with traveling alone. I never thought I was going to be content being on my own. There was so much that I was afraid of. But what I knew was that I had to make a change. And so this is what I did. I made the change. I took the leap. I left and I pursued life on my own. And it totally changed everything for me. Um, I read you the post in the, the last episode about Salta, Leap and the Net Will Appear. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I recommend that you go back and listen to it. Um, but that basically that story there was the theme of my entire three years of nomadism where I took this huge leap and I assumed because we're taught that if you leap, the net will appear that you know something would catch me and I'd be okay. And all I did was fall and fall and fall and free fall and fall some more and holy, it hurt. It was dark. It was hard. It took me to places I wouldn't wish on anybody. I never want to go back to those places. Um, but in that darkness is where I kind of was forced to learn these lessons that showed me the light. And because of that, even when that was happening, when I was learning these things, when I was deep in Patagonia, living on my own, um, and these things were just presenting themselves to me, I would stop and take notes. Like literally, I would pull out my phone, take notes. I would have these revelations of, oh my gosh, I'm learning this thing right now. And this is what this means to me. And by the end of this, I had so many of these notes that I would take. I looked at this like, I need to share this. This is not just applicable to me. There are other people out there who have stood where I stood and have gone through things just like what I'm going through or want to make changes and maybe aren't sure of how how it happens or what's going to catch them if they take the leap. And these are all such legitimate questions. They're real. And um, I knew that as I was learning these things, this is these are going to be answers for so many people to this because these are answers for me. And in a similar way to the way that I built the Budget Minded Traveler at the beginning, you know, like I had done all this traveling. I had learned all these things. I'm going to share these because I know other people are seeking the same sort of adventure, you know, and I can help them. And so it's that same mindset that I sort of took. I looked at these notes of all these personal discoveries that I had, that basically had helped to rebuild me, for, including, you know, my foundation. Like to, I really took this journey deep inside and learned who I was, what I was, what I stood for, what I believed in, all of these things. This is all the things that I faced on my own. And I thought, I, I need to share this. I can do this. I am a teacher. I have a platform. I know how to use my voice. I'm going to do this. And so that was what encouraged me the very first time to start my retreat, which in person, I kept to just women because it was going to be super intimate. And I knew that really important conversations were going to be had. And I know that uh, when women come together, it can be very, very empowering. And I didn't want anybody to feel um, uncomfortable in a mixed environment, which is why I kept it to just women. And 
that first retreat that I held in Ecuador, which I mean, the international adventure element of it is a massive part of it because for a lot of people, that is your leap, is stepping outside of your comfort zone to travel. And I totally understand that as a traveler. Um, and so my whole thing is to invite you, you know, outside your comfort zone. It has been ever since day one when I started the Budget Minded Traveler and the podcast and all of these things. It's been to get you to recognize that you can move, you know, you can take this leap. And so that international element is part of it. Um, and when I held that first one in Ecuador, it was so incredible for me to see like nine women show up and dig together into these personal discovery tools and um, kind of come away just changed. And that experience was so powerful that I didn't... I honestly, to be quite frank with you, I had no idea how to share that. I didn't know how to talk about it. It was, a, it was a magical experience that we had together. People came away changed. I had these amazing testimonials and I didn't know what to do with it, <laughs> um, except that I knew I wanted to do another one. And so the next year I hosted another one in Ecuador. And this year I was supposed to be in Italy hosting another one. Um, but ever since I did that first one, it has been my dream to move this online because I knew I could reach more people uh, because the international element is not for everybody or the dates that I chose or the place that I chose. You know, like that doesn't always match up for everyone. And so creating this online has been my dream since I started it so that I could have this experience with more people. And the whole idea behind this experience is that because nothing is there to catch us, we have to learn to catch ourselves. When we make the decision to take our lives into our own hands and do something with it. It is up to us alone, just like how we made the decision alone. It is up to us alone to catch ourselves. And this was the, one of the hardest lessons I've ever learned, but the most important, because what it meant for me was that I figured out how to do that for myself. I essentially created my own net that I get to keep with me and in that net are all these tools, all of these lessons that I learned in that time that continue to give me confidence and courage to do the big hard things in life. And there is nothing that can take these experiences and these lessons and that net away from me. And I figured out by all of my notes how to create it into something I could teach other people. That is what my retreat is. That is why I believe in it so much because... What you've seen in my transition over the years from me being that person who started the blog and started the podcast and I was married and then all of a sudden I was divorced and I was this girl traveling solo, on the road, lonely, sad, scared. Like, I mean, there were so many things that I felt and I wrote about all during that time. And I, I've read some of them to you on the blog. I mean, on the podcast and you've read some of them on the blog. Um, a lot of you know a little bit more about my story. And even if you don't, you don't need to know that part. It's just that I went through that darkness that really made me come alive. And now I have these group trips that I'm leading and the retreats and my podcast is changing. You know, I changed the name. And I mean, all of these things have come because I have woken myself up. 
And I've found the confidence that I need to do big things because I know I can do them because I've done them before and I've come out on my feet. It took me a long time the first time around to figure out how to land on my feet. And that is what I want to help expedite for others, for you. Just like my wish to help you save money and travel and all of these things that the BMT was about and that Jump is about, it's similar because I've learned something that is so valuable to me that I continue to use on a daily basis. And because I am a natural born teacher, I want to share it with you. That is where the retreat comes in. And so that was the inspiration behind it. That's the background. And now I do get to have this experience with other people. And um, I've actually invited a couple of them on to share what they feel about the retreat. Because I, like I said, after the retreat happened, I wasn't sure how to share that with you. It's so different from from what I normally talk about, you know, like this show is about travel, right? It always was at the beginning for a hundred episodes. It was called The Budget Minded Traveler. How do I bring something that's so focused on personal discovery and self improvement and coming alive in this world onto a podcast called The Budget Minded Traveler, right? I wasn't sure where to fit it into my writings and my platform. And now I'm working harder to bridge that gap and bring that to you. Because in my world, travel and self-discovery is so the same. It's so the same. Solo travel is like a mirror. If you can ever get yourself out on a solo trip, you are going to learn so much more about yourself than you could ever learn in a classroom or I mean, in a family, really. Like when you are there with yourself, there is no one else to take that attention away from you. It's pretty much like hanging. I mean, actually, you know what? It's a lot like the self-isolation that we've been doing under lockdown for coronavirus. You hang out with yourself a lot, right? I mean, I suppose a lot of you probably have roommates or family or partners or somebody who you're living with. Um, A lot of us don't. And this self-isolation is eerily similar to solo travel in that you hang out with yourself a lot. You really get to know what's going on in your own head and in your own heart. And it kind of forces you to ask some hard questions and um, and find the answers to these things. And I always say that solo travel is like an expedited path to self-discovery. It it very much is. And while I, I believe that travel is sort of married with personal discovery because the you know the farther you go, the farther you go. Like you learn so much if you can just put yourself out there that I've always tried to push people into that because I feel like the best thing you can do for yourself is show up for yourself in this world. The best thing you can do is learn about who you are and what your gifts are and how you can make a difference and how you can live that fulfilled life that you want to live. And because I have discovered how to do that for myself, I want to teach that to other people. That is why this retreat exists. So enough from me. I've actually invited a couple of the girls who've been on my retreat in the past to come and talk to you about their experience. Um, And so I'm going to introduce you to Jen and Carly. Actually, Carly has been on the show before, so you might remember her. Um, But let's go ahead and get them on here to just kind of talk about how this experience translated for them. And we're going to start with Jen. 
I asked her to tell us who she is and how she originally uh, started following me and how she found the retreat and basically just what happened. So here we go. I am Jen and I have been a fan of you for, I can't remember how long. I think like since 2014, because that's when I found your podcast for the first time. And I was recovering from my first foot surgery. I could not do anything. And uh, your podcast gave me uh, some place to escape. And I was able to actually see myself doing the traveling that I'd always said I was going to do and had taken zero steps to do. Um, So during that summer, while I was recuperating, I was listening to all your tips and tricks. I bought my Osprey backpack based on your reviews and recommendations. Um, I just became a loyal listener um, for since then. Yeah. <laughs> and I, a couple years after that, you had released your very emotional podcast about how your life had changed. And I felt compelled to reach out to you directly and give you a shout out so you knew you weren't alone because um, I had been through something very similar um, several, several years prior to that. And I just knew that if someone had said to me, you did the right thing, you're awesome, you're going to get through this and you have a lot of support in places you don't know it, I think I would have fared better. So I wanted to be that voice for somebody else, which was you. and. Um, I think that's kind of was the beginning of of our friendship because shortly after that, you decided to do a a women's group, mentor group. Oh, that's right. For a couple months. Mm -hmm. And I had just gone through a traumatic breakup and I was like, this is what I need to surround myself with awesome women, even though I don't know who they are. I just knew you and I was like, I'm on board. She's going to attract other amazing women. And that was really pivotal in helping me kind of refocus on myself and my goals. But that also was the gateway to me uh, doing my first trip with you and my first international trip in quite a while. So I went to Patagonia. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I know it's been two years since Ecuador. So Patagonia was the fall before that. So... 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was amazing trip. It was the first time I actually got to see you in person and <laughs> hug you and but be like, she's real. Like, and yeah, didn't it feel like we were already friends by then? Like we yes. had already been talking for yeah, but it was like years. Flesh. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Yeah. Very cool. It was. It was. And it was an amazing trip. And it was um, during, I think, right after we returned and we had like a a meet up again with the the women's mentoring group just to, to check in because we hadn't talked in a while and your Ecuador trip came up and I was like, yeah, I need to do that. And so yeah. I signed myself up for it because yeah. I was like, I need more amazing women in my life and coming together and sharing in their powers with each other. And so that was so a pretty amazing up. thing. I know that was my first, and yes. that was the first time that I led this retreat was in Ecuador. If you don't mind sharing... What were the things that you really took away from that retreat? So I want to start this by saying like, we don't know what tomorrow brings. And when I went to this retreat, I had no idea that a month after my return, my entire life would be turned upside down and I would use every single one of the tools that we had gone through together. Um, I couldn't have planned that better if I tried. (laughs) One of the biggest things was that 
you know, part of it was the location. We were secluded, but we weren't like stranded on a desert island, but we were we were forced just to be with ourselves and each other and in the moment, which was incredibly helpful because that gave us, I think, the focus to really sit down and take a look at, you know, what was going on in our lives that we felt like was out of our control and what part could what control could we find in that. Um, in life, there's very little that's in our control. But if you stop and look at your choices and see if what you truly want out of life is aligned with your choices, you realize that you have a little more control than we give ourselves credit for. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most, this is what I come back to, uh, one of the most pivotal things we did during that group retreat was you introduced the idea of the net. And you said, you know, there's this whole idea where you leap and the net will appear. And that's not true. But if we create a net for ourselves, we know it's there when we need it. And we did that activity. And I still, you know, it's been two years. I still go back to that net. Like I created it in Ecuador and I used it. And when I came back, I had to revise my net because my life was turned upside down. And a lot of things I had put in my net were not there anymore. But I continue to reevaluate what needs to be in my net and and when I need to check in, if I'm feeling unsafe or anxious, depressed, I just need a little more love in my life from myself. I go back to that and I'm like, nope, that's what I'm going to do right now. And it helps me feel safe um, and a little more empowered and like, okay, I got this. I got this. I... If it's okay, I, I kind of want to share like what happened when I returned from Ecuador because I still look back and am in awe of myself. So spend, you know, with six days in Ecuador doing all this work on myself. I came back, I had another foot surgery. Um, three weeks after my foot surgery, um, my partner walked out on me. And the day after that, my boss told me that there was no way I was going to be able to move upward in our company. And I'd been working hard for that. So had he, and we kept hitting walls. And I was like, well, shit, Um, (laughs) this is a lot. Um, And I stopped, I thought like, I have tools. And so I busted out my, my journal from Ecuador. I started using my net. I started deciding what I wanted to manifest to happen next. I was like, here, it's a clean slate. I can either stay here and be miserable and be and just dwell, or I can make some changes. And I'd lived in Oregon my, like 40 years, my whole life. And I realized that I needed to move out and leave. And I didn't know where or why. My family's on the East Coast. I knew it wasn't there. And so I, I just decided like I need to go to Colorado. And... Part of that was because I met Carly at the retreat. She was my roommate. And uh, like I say, I fell in love with her. We were paired without knowing each other. And we've been paired ever since. <laughs> um, and I I just reached out to her. I reached out to you. Um, and I was just like, okay, this is going to happen. I'm going to find a job in Denver. I'm going to move there. And I'm going to have a clean slate and just focus on myself. And that's exactly what I did. It took me four months from leaving Ecuador to leaving Portland, driving my ass and my cats and my worldly belongings to Colorado and starting over with a new job and a new apartment with knowing one person. And I've been here almost two years. I am happier than I have ever been. I I really feel like I take good care of myself. I know what I need. And um, I have I, I always know that my priorities are aligned with my choices. And if they start getting out of alignment. 
I can make a change. I can take a look at it and change my trajectory and just do what I need to do. I think just making that huge leap. And that was the theme is take the leap. And I was like, I don't know what leap I'm going to take. And then all of a sudden the leap's like, here I am, you're taking this now. But I, I now know I'm brave enough to take whatever leap I need to, to get where I want to in my life. I think like sometimes we have to prove to ourselves what we're truly capable of when we're faced with at the, at the brink. And that's, that's, that is, there's been two times where I was faced with that and I had to take a leap. The first time I didn't have a net, I was piecing it together as I fell off the cliff, but I landed on my feet. This time I had a net and I continued to reinforce it and build it and make it so it's there no matter what. And I know it's there to fall back on. I wish I could package that feeling and like put it in people's bodies so they understood like what it's like to go through that experience. Because I think if they could feel this, they would they wouldn't even hesitate to go on any of your do any of your things because you have this, I don't know, this magical power that you infuse into everything. And it's it just it's it's magical power, really. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh my goodness. I don't even know what to say. I'm just like sitting here swimming. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. I love it. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. I think one of my quotes, um, was that you when you collected quotes from us after that first retreat was, you know, I think I said, I wanted every woman that I love to care about to go to this retreat because it was so powerful and, you know, opened up a lot for me. And I just, I want that for like my sister, my mom, like both my sisters. I mean, it's just the, the women I love because it's, I think there's not enough of that in the world that's accessible and there's a lot of things that you can do for personal development and there are women focused groups, but I just think that the safety to be vulnerable is super important. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's hard to know if, you know, when you sign up for something is if I cry, am I going to look like an idiot? Am I going to be the only one crying? I mean, the answer is no, you're, you're, we'll all be crying because yeah. one person starts and we all open up and then we laugh and <laughs> hug and work through it. <laughs> I love that about it too. I love how real it is. It's so real. And it's cool because I, somebody, you know, somebody recently asked me, they messaged me on Instagram and asked me, how do you pick the people who go on your trips? And I found that such an interesting question as if I picked the people. <laughs> like for real though, you know, like I think maybe it's from putting out my podcast or whatever, but I don't pick the people. The people pick themselves and I suppose they pick me and the people who show up on these trips have, it seems so much already in common because they're signing up for the same adventure with the same leader, you know, in the same place, whatever. Um, and you find this common ground with people and the, the magic is half in the people who show up. I mean, it's like half what we do in the adventure and the other half is definitely the energy that comes with the group, with each individual person. It's magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't, I don't think you could choose the right, I think it is really who's attracted to it at that time and is, is it ready to commit their time and money and energy to this. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, yeah. it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. Wow, you guys, that was a super cool conversation that I got to have with Jen. And I especially want to thank Jen for being brave and coming on the show and sharing vulnerable bits of her story because it is a scary thing. It is definitely a scary thing. But 
That is exactly why I'm doing this. The thing is, I believe so much in talking about the real stuff. I mean, when I did take my big leap and go through those years of darkness, I also refer to that as when my rose-colored lenses shattered. And I suddenly was on the raw side of life. And I realized how many people already lived there and had also just been through something that had broken them. And, you know, they had to build back up too. And that is that is the real side of life, you guys. And that is what matters. I really want to talk about this stuff. And I really want to use my platform to bring real people together. And so this is one of my opportunities to do that. And this is where I want to invite you to come with me to do that. So thank you so much to Jen for coming on and sharing bits of her with us. And um, now let's talk to Carly. I pretty much asked Carly the same questions just to tell us who she is, kind of where she came from um, and how she ended up finding the retreat. Um, I'm asking them to tell their stories because you know they came from right where you are right now. <laughs> and so that's, that's why we're giving their background as well. So let's go ahead and get into it with Carly. My name is Carly Cross. I am a 37-year-old paralegal from Denver, Colorado. And I am a... The short way I say it is I'm a travel addict. I like travel of all sorts. I love finding something new in my backyard. I love going halfway around the world and everything in between. We met because you were spending a summer in Boulder and you did like a meetup for like your mailing list or whatever. You were just like, hey, anyone around Boulder, come have a beer. And I was, so I did. (laughs) It was fun. I think that we found like we had a lot in common, not just that I was a member of your mailing list or community or whatever, but just I think we had a lot in common. It was easy conversation, etc. So we planned to get a beer in Denver after that. And I think it was at that beer that you told me about Ecuador. Yeah, I remember like, that. Yeah, about it like being a thing that you were planning. I don't think you had released it yet. It was just a thing you were planning. And I was like, wow, that sounds super interesting. And then when you did release it, I was like, oh, yep, I'm going. I was more sold on the adventure bit of it. It was also, you know, that it was a women's only retreat. I, I find that I really connect well with groups of women, you know, that I relate to them well. And so I loved the idea of like going somewhere I'd never been with a group of women ready for adventure, which is sort of the a picture that I had got in my head from you describing it. And there were just all these opportunities and we were going to hike Cotopaxi and horseback ride and stay at this amazing place and, you know, all this stuff. So I was more focused on that aspect. Um, I wasn't really going with an intention of looking inward as much, but I absolutely found myself looking inward. I, I think I told you this before. I was surprised even at, you know, and when we'd have our daily sessions and you would ask a question, not to me, but to the group in general, and then we would journal about it. And I was often, or even just say it out loud, I was often shocked at what I thought or said or felt. And I liked that. I mean, I'm sure that some people, if they're already struggling or looking to make a change or whatever, they might already be more introspective. And even though I sort of did want to make a change, I wasn't thinking about it yet, I guess, as much. So I found that it was super interesting to find out how I felt about you know certain things and then to to build my net, which was 
a really fun exercise to kind of be like, oh my gosh, I do have all these things that I can rely upon and will support me. And then afterwards, I found that I have been a little bit more introspective now that like I start, you started us on that practice that I, I am looking inward more. And I do try to go with my gut. I sort of always have gone with my gut, but a little bit more so. I'm not looking for outward influence as much because I'm looking more inward, which is awesome. Yeah. I love that. It's an interesting thing to sort of discover. It's almost like flipping a switch. No? It's like you have this thing in you that you just sort of have to wake up, pay attention to, maybe give some space to breathe a little bit and say, whoa, Mm -hmm. this is worth listening to. And I mean, I feel like that's your... That's not just like the gut, but that's like everything. That's like your inner self. Yeah. And, And you're right. Like if you don't... If you don't necessarily take the time to get to know that part of you, it's just kind of dormant, you know? But once you wake it up, then you're conversing with it. Like you're interacting with it a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's kind of what you're saying. I remember you said once, I didn't know what I wanted until you gave me the space to say it or something. Yeah. Like well, it's like, I guess no one had ever asked the right question before that. No, I loved it. I definitely pushed myself, I think, emotionally and physically. Like that ropes course was rough, man. <laughs> it's funny because while that was one of my least favorite things that we did because I was scared, it sticks out as like a thing that I remember. But I also like, I love my net. I still go back to that. I have them, some of the bits are memorized, you know, they're just like things that now I automatically go to. But every once in a while, I'll go like open my journal and read it. And I'm like, forget that there was like six or seven or 10 other things in there that I can physically go back to that and be like, oh my God, yeah. Because back when we were you know, doing these exercises and, and write them down, because you don't always think of them when you need them. That's true. Uh, it's almost like when you're, when you're down, you, it's like there's a block. Like you can't yeah. think about that stuff. All you think of is the negative. There's a lot of negative speech. And to be able to rely on your strong self... It's a uh, man, that's a powerful miracle in that sort of state, you know, to be able to pull that out. So, yeah. I kind of want to go back and try the ropes course again, and I also kind of don't. <laughs> <laughs> we can go do it again. You will finish it. You will finish it this time. I've done that ropes course a few times now, and I'll tell you what, it gets easier every time. It does. Mentally or physically? I mean, physically, I'm sure you got it. But like, how are you? How did you do mentally at like the last time? The last time, really strong. The part that I was scared of, which is the last segment, has a really funky, like big gap in between where you get to stand. And it's super, it's just scary if you're scared of heights. I mean, the whole thing is. But I knew that that part got me the, the first couple times, you know? So I was like anticipating it and mm-hmm. just kind of, push right through it. Do you think because you were dwelling on it, you like hyped it up to be worse than it actually was? So when you got there, you're like, nah, I got it. Maybe. It's like I was waiting for the fear to grip me and it just never did. And I, you know what though? If it were a new ropes course, it might yeah. have. But yeah. because I... It's, I mean, I know I'm not going to fall. Like I know I'm safe and I know I've done it before. So mm-hmm. I, can, I know I can do it. How interesting that, that knowledge is, you know? As opposed to if it were the first time again. 
Yeah. I was so scared the first time. But I love watching people go through that uh, ropes course. Not because I enjoy watching the fear on their faces. <laughs> but because I love seeing them overcome. Because that's what just about everybody does. Everybody does. No matter which segment you're on, you're overcoming. There are a lot of laughs because sometimes you don't know what else to do but laugh. And so it's mm-hmm. kind of like the only thing that can come out. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd probably be crying. So <laughs> Laughter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's really cool. And not just seeing the individuals move through it, but um, watching the people as you know the the order of what like the order that we go in isn't necessarily planned it's kind of random as we just kind of climb up the ladder but then you're in between the same people as you go through the whole thing and so watching the ones in the front and the ones in the back like help each other you know like turn around and and give tips to the person behind you cuz you just went through this and you figured out the trick or whatever mm-hmm. It's really cool to watch people move through it together too, kind of as a team, even though it's a very kind of individual task. Yeah. Of course, I wish I could take it with me to all of my retreats. <laughs> Good one. I'll have to go back to Ecuador. We will go do that again. I love that place. Yeah, that was great. So great. All right. I'm stopping that conversation with Carly right there. We actually continue to talk about how that was the first trip that she did with me. And we've now been to six countries together because she's done three of my group trips. Um, and she was on that Swiss, Swiss Alps bike trip with me, which is where you've heard her on this podcast before. And she's also hopefully going to Croatia with me in September as long as we can go. So we are willing that trip to happen But we were talking about how cool it is that we've gotten to keep the people that we've met along the way. And that is also a massive element of, of what these retreats mean to me and to the participants is just when you meet and spend time with these people that you already have so much in common with, you know, uh, you come away with those people as well. And you can continue to keep those people throughout your life and... I have been so fortunate to get to become friends with so many of you guys who have shown up to these events that I host. And that's one of the really special things for me about this whole thing. But what I wanted to point out about that conversation with Carly was that bit about the ropes course. As I listened back to that, it was super interesting to me because that is kind of a metaphor. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go there. But it is. It's kind of a metaphor for life. You know, there's a lot of scary things that we do and we can lean on each other. We can give each other tips. We can help each other through it. And it's kind of a collective journey that we're all on, but very individually. You never know what the next segment is going to hold for you or how you are going to approach it differently from the person next to you, you know? And also, the more you do a segment, the easier it gets. And you remember when it used to be scary and then suddenly the fear is gone. It's so interesting to me. And I loved how we painted the picture of that using the ropes course. And I wish I could bring the ropes course into this virtual retreat. The, the adventure element really is a, is a fabulous bonus for this process of digging internally as we you know push ourselves externally as well. But it's something that obviously we can't include for the virtual version. But we'll be doing that again as soon as we can do these retreats in person again, we will bring the adventure element back. 
So I hope that you guys enjoyed that. I hope that it was insightful for you to get an idea about what my retreats are like and what kind of people show up to them and where they come from. I mean, you'll notice that both Carly and Jen, they weren't necessarily on the verge of anything when they went to this retreat. They just wanted to show up and do something different. And now we've seen what that's become for them. Um, And especially Jen, who ended up changing everything in her life right afterwards and could not have told anybody that that was going to happen at the time she was at the retreat. Um, She said it right when she said, you know, we don't know what tomorrow brings. And so if I can say this to you, I will say, make sure you have a net that you can trust so that when you are called to jump, you know, whether you're the one deciding it or whether it's happening to you, that you can be ready to show up for yourself. That's the whole point of the retreat. It's what I want for you. It's what I want to share with you. And it's what I believe in putting out to the world. If you guys want to learn more about this retreat, you can go to travelingjackie.com slash retreat. You'll find it right there. Everything you need to know, registration. Um, Doors close this round on May 12th after, well, through May 12th. But I will be doing this again in the future. And so if you missed this round, go to, you know, you can always go to jumpexperiences.com. That's where you can... Submit your email to stay informed for future openings of this retreat and any updates that happen in the meantime. So I really hope to see some of you guys there. And I mostly hope you are staying well and staying positive. And we're going to make it through this. I'm with you. Thank you so much for being here today. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life and the Chime Checking Account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime Checking Account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.